Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Pick your Elvis Treasury, Season 2 of the PAL. We are in 5-8. Hey, Chet, talking about 10 different things. Today, let's talk 10 things that were created on the Sabbath Eve. Asara Devarm Nivru'ube, Erev Shabbos, Bain Hashmashos. 10 things were created on Sabbath Eve at twilight. The Elohim, and here they are. Piha Aretz, the mouth of the earth. Upiha Be'er, the mouth of the well. P ha'ason the mouth of Bilam's donkey v'hakeshes the rainbow v'haman the mana v'amata the staff v'hashamir the shamir worm haksav the script v'hamichtav the inscription v'haluchos and the tablets v'yesh omrim af hamazikin some also say the destructive spirits ukvuroso shal Moshe Moshe's grave v'ilo shall Avraham Avinu and the ram of our forefather Avraham v'yesh Omrim and some say af tzvas b'tzvas asuya. Some also say tongues which are made with tongues. In order to make tongues there had to be a first set of tongues. The ten things were created on Sabbath Eve. When God created the world, he provided even for future miracles and exceptions to the natural order. These ten items are set into place just before the first Shabbos. In the mind and in the place, the mission does not say Oh, that's from yesterday's Mishnah. Sorry. Let's keep going. According to Rambam, the miraculous items themselves were not created then. Rather, the working potential for them was woven into the tapestry of nature at that time. From the beginning of creation, God instilled in the nature of every creature the potential to fulfill the divine will in any circumstance. In most cases, creations would behave uniformly in accord with the divine laws of nature, but there would be instances when they would perform on a supernatural level, which is commonly called a miracle. The Mishnah teaches that the occurrences of these ten phenomena was ordained on the sixth day. So let's talk about them. The mouth of the earth. This is when Korach and his fellow conspirators challenged the divine nature of Moshe's mission and the veracity of his prophecy is emanating directly from God. See Rambam from Sanhedrin. Moshe asked God to cause something unprecedented to happen, something so unusual that would convince everyone of his truthfulness. The plea was not for an ordinary earthquake. Such an event, though unusual, is not totally unnatural. In this case, the earth opened up, swallowed the rebels, and simply closed again without a trace that anything had happened. Rashi notes that the opening itself was created and covered until the proper time. See Numbers and Ramban. According to Rambam, it was not the opening itself, but the potential for this phenomenon that was created on Friday at twilight. Let's talk about the mouth of the well. During the 40 years that the Jewish people spent in the wilderness, they were provided with water from a spring that miraculously traveled along with them. The well, this well, was provided to the Jews in the merit of Miriam, the prophetess, sister of Moshe and Aaron, and as long as she lived, it existed. Alternatively, the missionary refers literally to the mouth of the well, for one of the miracles was that expressions of praise gushed forth from the well, recounting God's great miracles on behalf of his people, see Numbers and Rashi. The mouth of Bilaam's donkey, that Bilaam's donkey would have the power of speech with which it reproached him, see Numbers, was decreed at twilight on the eve of the first Shabbos. The purpose of the milk was to show Bilaam that even man's normal functions are under God's control. If a beast could speak intelligently, then surely Bilaam could be forced to say what God wanted him to say, and he could be silenced if he wished to oppose God's will. This proved to him that his sorcery could not prevail against God. From Rambana, that man is ultimately only a pawn in God's hands from Erev Eli Monk. The rainbow. In the wake of the flood, God established a covenant with Noah, his descendants, and all living beings until the end of time. This covenant would be signified by the rainbow. After a rainstorm, which could have been the harbinger of another deluge like that in Noah's time, the appearance of the rainbow would be a reminder of God's pledge never again to wash away all of mankind in a flood. 
The manna, the manna that God provided for 40 years as food for the children of Israel in the wilderness was prepared at twilight of the first Sabbath. The staff, this refers to the sapphire rod with which Moshe performed the miracles in Egypt. See Exodus. This indicates that the Exodus and the birth of the Jewish nation were part of God's plan from the beginning of creation. According to rabbinic tradition, it belonged to Adam and was transmitted through the generations to Moshe. The ineffable four-letter name of God was engraved on it. Rashi, Rav, Rav Yonas, Yerpirka, Rabbi Lezer. According to the Medrash, Moshe the initials of the ten plagues that Sach Adash Be'achav were also inscribed on it. The Shamir worm. This was a small worm that could cut and split large stones. Since no swords or iron, symbols of violence could be used to hew the stones for the temple. Deuteronomy, the Shamir took the place of covenantal of conventional, really, chisels when King Solomon built the temple, Rambam and Rashi. See, getting for the fascinating story of how Ben Yehu Ben Yehoyada acquired the Shamir for King Solomon. The script, this refers to the Torah, which though given later was written in black fire on a surface of white fire from the time of creation, Rav Yon. According to Rashi and Rav, the script refers to the forms of the Hebrew alphabet, which were engraved on the tablets. Although the Torah existed 2,000 years before creation, it assumed written form only at the end of the sixth day of creation. The inscription, trying to get all the ten things in. The instrument used by God, as it were, to engrave the tablets with the Ten Commandments, which were miraculously written on both their sides. This instrument was created just before the onset of the first Shabbos, Rashi and Rav Yon. According to the Talmud, the inscription itself was miraculous. Since the engraving pierced the stone completely, the letters Samach and the final Mem had no place to attach themselves to the tablets. The middle of these letters remained suspended in mid-air supernaturally. See Megillah. The tablets, the first tablets, which were later broken by Moshe, were created at that time, and God kept them with him until he gave them to Moshe, Rashi. The second tablets were carved by Moshe. Both sets of tablets were kept in the Holy Ark. See Brachos. And destructive spirits, God created Adam and Eve on Friday, the sixth day of creation. See Genesis. Afterward, he created many other spirits, but the Sabbath began before he gave them bodies. God rested from creative work on the Sabbath, leaving these beings as spirits without physical forms. Mary explains that the spirits are the many forms of the evil inclination. Magan Elvis identifies these spirits as shadim, demons. See, arts go to Hillam. According to Tiferes Yisrael, they are the evil angels who serve as God's messengers to exact retribution from man for his sins. Moshe's grave, the location of Moshe's burial site is unknown. It was created at the end of the six days of creation, and after Moshe was buried, the site simply disappeared. The Torah states that no one knows his burial place to this day in Deuteronomy. And the ram of our forefather Avram, at the moment that Avram was ready to offer his son Isaac as the ultimate sacrifice, God told him to stop. And Avram raised his eyes and saw, behold, a ram afterwards caught in the thicket by its horn. So Avram went and took the ram and offered it up as an offering instead of his son. See Genesis. It was ordained from the time of creation that the ram would be caught in the thicket so that Avram could offer it to God in place of Isaac. Rav Rashi Maganovos. And some say tongues. Tongues are made with another pair of tongues which holds the red hot metal for the smith, according to this view, God provided man with the original pair of tongs with which made, with, with which to make others. Rashi and Rav Yonah, the Talmud challenges this idea since the first tongs could have been made with a man-made mold. Tifreisters all suggest that nonetheless, the original pair was created by God prior to the first Sabbath in order that later sets of tongs, which would be used to create the vessels for the temple, would have some connection to the original set made by God. Join us next time as we move over to the number seven, my favorite number here on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.